This is the Future of Pay podcast, examining how SmartWage is looking to change how we get paid for the benefit of both employees and employers. In this episode, SmartWage CEO Simon Ellis chats to Fredrik Schoko, who is the global head of corporate finance at Standard Bank, about what it takes to work with some of Africa's largest organizations, how to build trust, and how earned wage access has the potential to unlock billions of rand into the South African economy. Brad, I'm really excited to chat to you today. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, Simon, for having me. I'm glad to be here. Brad, if I'm right in saying you were a Rhodes Scholar, but your career actually started in Zimbabwe at an accounting firm called Coopers and, and Librand. Is that right? Yes, that is correct. I grew born and bred in Zim, um, and I served my articles of, for accounting in, in at Coopers and Librand in Zimbabwe, and then I uh, went off to Oxford where I, I, I read uh, an MPhil in management studies focusing on uh, mainly corporate finance um, and, and, and marketing um, and strategic management. Yes. And uh, was it was it from there your your ambitions were set on on spending some time in New York? I know you spent a number of years in, in New York in banking and then in London as well. Sort of, what was it like uh, living overseas and, and why did you decide to move back to Africa? Um, I always looked at it as um, it was a sojourn into uh, to the north to try and um, get some technical knowledge, uh, which I always had the intention of trying to bring back and trying to practice uh, some of the learnings uh, in the in, in the African markets. So 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 it was um, my coming back to Africa was part of a longer term plan that was always designed to um, to end uh, with me. Uh, having my working life or working adult life in, in the African continent. Brad, you've worked on some of Africa's most exciting transactions over the last 20 years, notably the IPO of Telcom and ABMBev's acquisition of SAB, several of you know the, the leading BE transactions, including Sasol, Standard Bank, Nedbank. Um, can you tell us a bit about what it's like to be the trusted advisor for these large organizations? on, you know, what I can imagine were some very, very complex transactions? Um, it's, uh, it's very challenging in the sense that um, there's a lot of weight that's actually put on one's shoulders and uh, people look to you to provide guidance and directions. And sometimes um, it's not always obvious what the right step is. Uh, there are certain things where it's very technical and you're following a particular set um, timetable or routine uh, and or process. Uh, where, where it's very mechanical and that, that those parts are easy. But when it actually comes to trying to forecast or trying to determine how uh, the opposite side may react to certain things or provide a solution to a new problem or complex problem that might actually just arise within the context of, of, um, of an execution, those are moments when, you know, you, you just need all your wits on you and you need to uh, have all your intellectual capacity and be able to provide guidance with confidence. And there are moments when you've got a little bit of self-doubt um, in you. Um, and But then again, a job has to be done and the call has to be made. And um, I guess um, experience has gotten me to the point where I feel very comfortable making certain calls. If I can take kind of your experience advising companies, you know, smart wages 
is taking a, a concept which is everywhere in the developed world uh, and some of the biggest companies in the world are using it, but it's, it's still relatively new in South Africa and there's no advisors to give large corporations in South Africa advice on how to uh, take on new novel concepts and companies like ourselves and the other companies doing earned wage access. How would you think about earned wage access and uh, from an, a large enterprise's perspective? What are some of the things that the boards that you've been working with and the executive teams that you work with, what are they looking for when it comes to working with new concepts or new companies trying to solve big problems in, in different ways? I think there's a general acceptance, right, that not everybody in each of those entities or institutions or corporations knows everything. And as such, what you find is uh, there's a general willingness uh, to actually uh, learn and take in new concepts. The key thing is always, is the idea well articulated and is it actually solving a problem? So if I look off, uh, at, at um, EWA, um, I look at it as something that is real and that is designed to solve a particular problem. Um, most of the corporates in South Africa are led by people who understand the dynamics of the South African market and its population. If one looks at, for example, at some of the stats, right, you've got 65% of employment in South Africa is essentially permanent employees meaning that 35% are, are essentially not uh, permanent employees. What that means, therefore, is that in order to drive uh, new changes and actually impact the employees, it's easier if the employer is actually part of the equation. So in this case, EWA, I look at it as um, a, a you know, product set uh, that is actually designed to solve particular problems. Um, and having the employer being part of the equation just helps the message get through. And at the same time, it actually helps get access to the employees and the employees as well to actually appreciate uh, the product. So part of the process, in, as I found out in, uh, in SA and many other jurisdictions, relates to educating the employees as well. So, so it's really both uh, a question of educating the drivers of the business, but at the same time also educating the, the employees. A couple of years back, um, the King Code and uh, integrated reporting was sort of forefront of, of listed entities in South Africa. And that sort of put a lot of focus on um, making sure that stakeholder capitalism became the front and center rather than shareholder capitalism. What are your thoughts around the future of work and the future of a large corporation when it comes to how they treat not just their shareholders and investors, but everyone from their employees and customers. There's a growing shift in the Western world to um, really look after every one of their stakeholders. And, and are you seeing the same happen in South Africa? Yes, we are seeing um, the same phenomenon. Uh, obviously, tends to lag what happens in the developed world, uh, but there are certainly ripples of it. The broader philosophy of um, a business not just being there to generate profit and just look after shareholders, that is no longer the you know the dominant theme. I think everybody now is generally accepting that a business goes beyond just uh, mere profitability uh, in the in the short term. 
the issues to do with sustainability, the issues to do with its responsibility towards the authorities, be it in terms of it contributing meaningfully to the tax base, be it contributing meaningfully to the society in which it is operating, um, provision of employment to its general staff, and also looking after their health and general welfare. At the same time, also ensuring that it's actually conducting its business in a way that doesn't harm the environment. All of that, I think, um, is, is coming to the fore. Frankly, if I look at some of the discussions that we're having today with some of the CEOs and the senior um, chairman and CEOs of um, and senior staff at, at some of the clients that we have, ESG is actually the thing that's actually much more topical. Um, and that's the thing that they want to hear more about. Uh, as compared to some of the other stuff that, um, you know, that tends to be very mechanical. They've always had that. Now they're applying their minds to say, look, how do we respond to this? How do we make ourselves a more relevant uh, corporate that's actually responding to um, to the needs of the 21st century and the needs of the society in general? It's great to see that ESG and, and employee welfare is at the forefront of the way uh, people are thinking about conducting business. You know, one of the, I guess, trying to undo some of the things that have been put in place in the past. And one of those things we, we like to talk about is this archaic payday cycle. We've obviously got a 30-day pay cycle, which has never changed. And what that's led to is uh, that 140 billion rand is being lent by employees to employees every month. And this is, this is a stat I always bring up. But I wonder if we could... Uh, what we could do, and, and I'd love to get your opinion on this, what, what we could do if we could unlock some of that and, and stimulate growth through access to earned wages. And maybe if I could take a little bit of a step back, um, COVID is obviously, and no one likes to talk about COVID at the moment, but you know, COVID has had real effects on the South African economy, both for large enterprises and the employees of those large enterprises. What do you think uh, unlocking 140 billion rand into the hands of employees could do for the South African economy um, at, at this stage? I think that would be massive. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that um, what you have at the moment in the absence of that unlocking is you've got um, many people who are effectively um, incurring significant amounts on the interest side uh, in terms of borrowings which they are essentially having to make in order to close the gaps between their pay cycles so something like that i think would be you know transformational in totality i just look at it in terms of the difference it makes in an individual's household right you've got a situation where families essentially have to borrow in order to be able to make their way to work or to school uh, for their children or even provide for, med- for medical care. When one looks at it and says, at that time when they're borrowing, the reality is actually that they have actually generated revenue or income for themselves. But the only thing is just that that income is only credited to them uh, on a 30-day cycle. So I guess the straight answer to your question is I just think that uh, a lot of money is actually being lost uh, to people who deserve it the most through them incurring additional frictional costs associated with um, with borrowing when, it, when in actual fact they could actually be benefiting from a product that allows them to access uh, what they've already actually actually earned. Fred, I mean, you said it earlier um, 
that enterprises and, and large corporations have the ability to make change and, and affect change on those 65% of employees you mentioned. Uh, you've, you've been a trusted advisor to a lot of these, these companies. What would you say to companies looking to, to take on an innovative solution like SmartWage? How would you advise them or advise them to at least think about the problem and, and then the solution that's being offered? I think the problem is actually a very easy one. All I would just say is if you know your employees or if you don't know them, take a walk down the corridors, speak to your employees and get to knowing them and get to understanding uh, the issues that they're facing on a day-to-day basis. Clearly, one of the things that they will actually understand and get from that discussion is the fact that maybe, you know, a significant number, I don't know what percentage that would be, um, had, has actually borrowed money in order to make their way to work on that specific day. And at the same time, if they also talk to their own human resources department and look at absenteeism statistics, what they will find out that one of the biggest contributors to work absenteeism is not necessarily sickness or ill health. It is to do with the fact that people just not have the cash on a specific day to actually make their way to work. So, so, so that for me, is something that one can easily crystallize for any big corporate through just a general discussion uh, between the senior executives there and their own employees, because it's right there. Uh, when it comes to um, trying to now say, look, um, get to understand the product that uh, SmartWorks is uh, proposing uh, to cure the problem, or at least to help alleviate the problem, that for me then comes the educational aspect, right? Which is, I think for a lot of these senior executives in these, in these companies, it should come very easily to them in terms of just understanding what the true benefits are for their employees. And at the same time, what it also means for them as a corporate. Low absenteeism just means that the employees are there at work. It helps in terms of funding some of the medical issues, help fund some of the uh, private issues that an employee may, might be having. And um, all of that means that you've got an employee who's actually very focused on the job that he has to do and is not worrying about this, these other things. So I would actually see uh, productivity going up. Thank you, Fred. And uh, what a pleasure. And I know you're working on some very exciting transaction at the moment. So I appreciate all of your time. Thank you for the insight. And Um, shedding light onto how big organizations work, what it's like to be a trusted advisor, and I guess what it's, what it means to actually make change. Um, I guess if there was a, there was a key takeaway for me is that to affect real change on South Africa, on the employees that need it the most, corporate South Africa uh, has the power to make that change and, and we have to, we have to work with them to really, uh, change the way South African employees get paid. We're incredibly lucky to have someone like you on our advisory board and, and obviously look forward to working with you to deliver access to earned salaries and wages across Africa. Thank you so much for your time. My pleasure. So I look forward to it. And, and this is uh, for me at a personal level, I look forward to um, working together on this initiative, which I think certainly fulfills a very huge gap that is definitely there in the world of our working employees. Thank you, Fred.